I tell you what, we are in for an hour of gardening greatness today. That's because Judy Sharp is here for Gardening Talkback. Good afternoon, Judy. Hello, Mark. How are you? Good, thank you. Now, I'm going to give you the warning straight away because you like to do this when you're stuck with me. You like to sort of test me on things as we go along. Well, I just was going to test you. I mean, you were just raving. Oh, not raving, but you were talking about rain today. Mm. Um, Now, I want you to tell... Me and the listeners, oh, can you guarantee? <laughs> can you guarantee rain? We need rain in the garden. Oh, that's a question I'm happy to answer. I um, can't. No, I can't guarantee. There's a slight chance. Oh. Slight chance. And you will have uh, some other topics to discuss and intersperse throughout the hour. I do, and I can start straight off with the rain problem. Okay, we'll get into that shortly, and maybe some roses as well. I believe. Roses, you know all about them. Oh, see, don't ask me. I don't know a damn thing, Judy. That's why you're here. You're here. You know all about them. Bob from Madawi. G'day, Bob. You have a question on white ants today. What's going on, Bob? Uh, yeah, I, I had a big pile of firewood over the last couple of years and the white ants got into it, so I've cleaned it all out. There's a lot of really fine dirt. Uh, it looks like dirt and sort of clay dirt. I put some of the clay dirt through a shredder I was just wondering, can I use that for the garden or is it knackered because the white ants have been in it? Well, look, I think it'd be all right as long as there are no white ants left. You know, are you sure that you got rid of them all? Uh, 99% sure, yep. Right, OK. Well, what about that other 1%? <laughs> yeah, I can't guarantee that 1%. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. Uh, look, white ants are a real problem. Uh, were they white ants that were actually in the house? No, in a wood pile. Oh, oh you did say that. I do apologise. Um, oh, in a wood pile. Well, they may have been the kind of white ants you see in the big nests up in the tree. Have you ever seen those white ant yeah. nests in trees? Yeah, well, yeah, they, they actually um, don't... Uh, they like to live in the trees, so they don't... They don't tend to go into the house, so I'll put my head on the line here and say if they don't go into the house, they won't go into the garden. Mark's shaking his head. Oh, no, I'm staying out of this one, Judy. It's that 1% that's got me worried. <laughs> so this, well, is, this, is you, this is you, not me. <laughs> well, Bob, why don't you try and get rid of the 1%? <laughs> well, I guess the good news is the house is still framed, so... Oh, right, right. Well, we had them once in a house that was only six months old and uh, there was just dirt coming out of a a PowerPoint in our bedroom and, uh, look, we were very sensible people. Uh, We put Scott's bedroom right down the other end of the house (laughs) and he had a um, Tassie oak wall, feature wall. And he yelled out one day, look, he was young then, you know. I mean, he's still young, but, you know, he was a bit silly then. And he screamed. And what do you think he'd done? He put his foot through the Tassie oak wall. There were white ants in there. Oh, dear. And the white ants that were coming out of my PowerPoint right on the other end of the house when we got the pest people out, they had travelled all the way from my bedroom right through the house across the um, uh, the hardwood 
a frame looking for the Tassie oak. So we had to replace his whole wall and the house was only six months old. So, but I had a good talk to the white ant men that came. I wanted a bit more information about these white ants. And they said, look, you do live near Blackbutt, but those white ants you're seeing in the trees there, they aren't the ones that like to come in the house. So I'm repeating that, but maybe, you know... uh, things have changed. <laughs> that was a few years ago, Bob. But no, I think you better still treat the 1% before you do anything mm. with them. So there you go, Bob. You've, yeah, got, right. a, you've got a maybe. <laughs> yeah, a maybe. Okay, no, I'll, I'll, I'll read up on, on what I do with it. Maybe i just spray it or something. I'm not sure, but I'll see what I can do. Yeah, best way to go. Best of luck, Bob. Judy Sharp is here. And good afternoon, Patrick from Raymond Terrace. How can we help you there, Patrick? Oh, look, I just wanted to ask Judy about ponytails. Oh, certainly. I wear them every now and then when my hair's longer. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, I've got a bit of a big ponytail out the front, right? Yes. And I never knew that they had babies. Oh, they do, yeah. And I want to know how to get one off so I can replant it again. Well, I think you've just got to have use your back and a spade and dig it out. Look, they're very, they're very, very uh, tough little creatures. It's on the side of the bulb. Yes, that's all right. You can cut that off if you can. Yeah. Yeah, but um, and then you know you'll find it'll shoot on for you. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, that, that's yeah. what I was after. I, you know, I just wanted to know because uh, my sister in Queensland, I mean, she had ponytails and doing all this sort of stuff, and and uh, she every time she took them off, she lost them. You know. Oh, she lost the one she took off. Yes, because she didn't know what you were doing, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and, and I, and I so just That's just throwing her right under the bus, it. isn't it, Patrick? Oh, she didn't have a clue what she was doing. No way in the world, mate, no, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> look, um, Patrick, you're going to have to be a bit careful, of course. Um, you know, it's something you could have done before we lost the rain and uh, before the weather's warmed up. Yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could either wait a while. And, yeah, I can wait. Yeah, well, let that baby get a bit bigger and it yeah. will be putting in a root system. So I'd okay. be inclined to leave it now uh, yeah, yeah. because you're going to probably have to struggle with it. And But you, your sister might have lost it up in Queensland because, gosh, what do Queenslanders know about gardening? I know. Oh, hang on. He's up. <laughs> oh, well. Judy, she's not listening, love. Don't worry about it. Oh, right. That's okay. That's okay, Mark. Don't yeah. panic. I know, but there are a whole lot of people in Queensland that well, maybe they, they could be listening on the app. <laughs> they could they, be too, but anyway. Um, yes, yeah, so let's leave it for a while. Yeah. Uh, probably till we get a whole heap of rain. I don't know how long you're going to have to wait, Patrick, but... Um, I, I don't either, love. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, maybe... The heat's getting to us. It's dry. Maybe just hold on a little bit. All right. See how you go. Best of luck, Graham. Uh, Patrick, rather. We're going to try for Graham again. Good afternoon, Graham at Rutherford. You have uh, you've taken us off hold, and you have got your question about roses. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Hello, Graham. Rose time. Yeah, rose time, Judy. Yep. Um, having the best crop of roses we've ever had, but we've got a um, a Pope John. White one? Oh, yes. Oh, and what a perfume he has. Yeah, and um, when, it's, when it comes, like, ready to pick, 
they, they, the petals are all going brown. Right. I've been, I've been spraying it with um, rose spray. Yes. Um, but um, it don't seem to be making any difference. Ah, uh, tell me, have you got aphids? Aphids? Aphids. Um, They're very yeah. small little insects. And, yeah, they, uh, they were they were on it, and I sprayed it with um, sprayed it with rose spray. Right. Okay. Uh, and was the the bud formed? Was the flower coming out? Yeah. Yep. Well, the rose spray may have caused the browning. Would it? Yeah, oh. may have. But um, you know, I mean, the secret is when they're budded, and you see those tiny little insects on them, you actually spray before the the flower opens. Oh, right. So I'm gathering that could be what has happened. But it's yeah. a magnificent rose, the perfumes. Yeah. 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 So just uh, be a little careful with your spraying, and particularly yeah. if it's a warm day or it's a windy yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I was going to talk about um, uh, aphids on roses, so I'm glad you've rung at the moment uh, yeah. because mine are budded, and I notice I've got little aphids on there already. But yeah. once the flower opens, you know, yeah. they can get damaged. All right, best of luck uh, with all of that, Graham. So that's tied that in nicely, Judy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. yes. No, no, because – but mine are f- – oh, mine are absolutely fabulous. I've got a, a rose called Alina, mm-hmm. and she's a big cream one and really big like uh, the Pope one is. But, you know, someone performed a miracle this year. Someone in the family decided I was getting too old to prune. Oh, and they came out and did it for you? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. Do you, do you, do you want to mention the member of the family who did it? Well, no. Give him a bit of a, a shout. Give him a shout. It's up to you. Your garden, your choice. Well, it was Scott, actually. Oh, there you go. Well done, Scotty. <laughs> Helping out. He's helped mum out today. Four nine two one six two one six. That's the number to call if you have a question for Judy this afternoon. It's an hour of gardening greatness. Four nine two one six two one six. That's how you connect with Judy, who's going through some very old literature there, Judy. And I suspect it might be to help out Neil from Adamstown Heights. Neil, you're uh, having, you're not getting the fruit you need out of your pomegranate flowers. Uh, that's exactly right. Yes, yeah, so I've got the male and the uh, the female flowers forming. Uh, but none seem to um, turn to a fruit, even with a little bit of um, uh, sort of hand pollination. Right, because I was just going to ask you, how you, have you any bees in the garden? Uh, no, that, and that's why, that's why I was trying to hand pollination uh, just with a little brush. Um, but we've got maybe three or four bees that I see on a, um, a red bell, but that's about the extent of it. Yeah, it's so sad at the moment, isn't it? It's um, it's going to take a long time for the bees to uh, become regular visitors to our gardens. I think after everything that's happened, uh, look, I um, I think that is probably all your problem is. Uh, but Neil, at the moment, there's probably ten different answers I could give you, but everything I'm looking at in my garden at the moment is lack of water. Lack oh, of water. And okay. I've been standing out there with a hose every day and uh, because uh, Scott did decide to prune the um, lime tree and it wasn't getting any new, uh, f- uh, any new leaves on it. So I thought, oh, I better go out there with a the hose. 
now, after a week of hosing, it's getting new leaves. So, you know, this is going to affect all fruiting trees as well, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And, you know, how often are you watering them? Uh, probably just a, a spray over every couple of days, not deep soaking. Uh, yeah, with... no, no. Hit the root system, you know, just hold your hose down to the bottom and uh, I'm doing it every day and I get a bit, you know, cheesed off after a while and I think <laughs> oh, I'm standing out here and I, I should have a wine in my hand or something. But, um, you know, it's... Um, to stand there with the hose, you're not really getting that much water into them. Um, yep. But Mark said we're getting rain today, and I trust oh, I him. Said, I said there's a slight shower of uh, coastal showers. So oh, right, slight okay. chance. Well, slight, see, slight. I, I, tr <laughs> I trusted him, Neil. I really did trust him, and now I'm going to have to get home and get the hose out again. But, yeah. you know, that could be part of the problem. But I do think mostly it's because of the lack of the bees at the moment. But I think every second day, it's not enough water. Best of luck, Neil from Adamstown Heights. A different Neil now. Neil from Toronto. Uh, you're having some trouble, some dramas with your tomatoes, Neil. Oh, hi, uh, Neil. No, it is uh, Mark. Hello, Judy. Hello, Mark. You're not having a fruit fly problems already, are you? No, no, no. It's just the tomatoes, they just look like... They're lacking water, but I, they do get. I've got sprinkler systems in. They all get the same water. Some of them look like they've got no water, and the others look okay. Right, and, uh, okay. Yeah, it's just the leaves are sort of like, oh, I'm dying first or something. But they get all the same water. Yeah, look, it's you know my younger son wandered in the other day, and um, he said, "Mum, you're not watering the garden." I said, "Yes, I am. Why?" And he said. I've just weeded over there. He was helpful, trying to get rid of the weeds for me under trees. But he said, come and have a look at this. It was like dust. It was mm. honestly like dust, Neil. So, you know, you probably think you're giving them enough water, but you may not be because oh, okay. uh, we're, only, we're only with the hose touching the surface and yep. we need to get down to the root systems. So maybe a little bit of um, sugarcane mulch or something so yep. to hold the water in. Okay, best of luck with that, Noel. As we head to Wood Rising, good afternoon, John. You have a question for Judy on roses today. Yeah, I was just wondering, uh, I'm trying to locate a rose. My father used to have it years ago. It's called Popper Milan. Oh, yeah, that's an easy one to find. Oh, it's a really nice, uh, got a Lovely nice red rose, yeah. Yeah, so have you checked? Um, so you're at Wood Rising. Yeah. Have you gone to a, a nice big nursery in the area without me mentioning any names? I haven't yet. I was over at Money's once getting some other things and I couldn't see you there. Yeah, no, you need to go to someone who specialises. So um, what I'm asking you to do is to go to a a really big nursery that specialises in roses and in your area. We're in the Newcastle district. <laughs> yes. All right, best of luck with everything there, uh, John. So there you go, Judy, solving problems all over the place you are. Uh, a bit quick. Very much so. <laughs> but Judy, with all the warm weather that we're getting a lot of, and now we've been talking a lot about water and rain, but it seems to be a common thread today. You've, you need to water those gardens and really get that water down the bottom. 
definitely down to the root system, mm. yeah. It's no good spraying the trunk or the mm. leaves, you know. It's not, not going to do anything. Uh, but also, too, it's time people will probably fertilise their lawns. Now, that's a difficult one because when you fertilise, you need to get that fertiliser watered in because if you don't, you're going to get burning on a day like today. Mm. So, so it's kind of a hand in glove. They both go together. They go yeah. together. They definitely go together. And, um, you know, even um, the other thing we should be talking about, Mark, is which you know, um, is um, if we're going to be doing all this watering, what mm. should we do? Are we talking sugar cane mulch again? Yes. Yes. And you very just, clever. Yeah. yeah. And and I I've been picking that up. That's a bit of a theme that, that everywhere all the time. Yes. No. You you're wasting your money if you put the sugar cane on and then mm. you don't water. Yes. So you know the sugar caning your beds is an ideal thing to do at the moment, particularly if you've planted new seasons pansies. They're little flowers. Yeah. And they're so beautiful, yeah. uh, you know, because they'll be struggling in this kind of heat. Mm. So if, you know, gardening isn't that big a chore when you think about it, when you think about it. I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to sort of um, reconcile that statement, Judy. I'm, I'm struck, but but the, but the in other words, the science behind it is, is what I guess what you're saying is yeah. is not that much. You got to get the water down. You got to get the fertilizer with the water. Get it in there, yeah. and often and keep in mind when it's warm and hot like it is now, and yes. it's going to be hotter more of it more often. Yes, yes, and evidently, you know, the weathermen like Gavin's always saying we're not going to have rain for a while. And I like him, but I'm going to shoot him if he keeps saying it. He's just not giving you the information that you need. No, not that I want to know. Um, But, you know, you also have to consider houseplants. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. because, um, you know, normally at this time of year or prior to now, you only watered once a week. Uh, But I can assure the listeners that I am now on every second day, particularly with the maidenhair, and then I go along with a misting bottle and I miss the maiden here every second alternate day. All right. Keep all of that in mind. Good afternoon, Michael at Aberglasson. Um, you're looking to plant some citrus in, in some pots, or you have been? That's right, yeah. Hello, uh, Judy. How are you going? I'm very well, thank you, Michael, and yourself. Yeah, going fairly well. Uh, the hot wind up here today, though, is not good for the plants, I suppose. But, no, definitely uh, not, no. In my garden beds that I've got, I'm, I'm putting in some planter boxes, which are probably around a metre and a half long by roughly a metre wide. And I, I, in amongst the vegetables, I wanted to plant in the centre of them uh, a citrus tree in each one of them. I've got a number of them. Right. Um, but I, was, I know that citrus trees are relatively shallow-rooted, So, but if I put um, vegetables around... The, the the edges of the planter box, is it is it going to be detrimental to the root system of the citrus tree? No, but I wouldn't plant them too closely. But what you need to do is buy dwarf ones. Okay. If you buy the dwarf ones, you'll find that contains them. Um, and don't plant your vegetables too close to them because the veggies are going to chew up all the fertiliser and the, the water, trust me. Yeah, so it's best, obviously, then just to leave the, the beds themselves to the veggies and I can plant the citrus trees in, into the garden itself. 
Yes, definitely. Yeah, separately. Okay. Yep. I was just wondering because digging around uh, the planter boxes, yeah, it might have damaged the root system of the citrus tree. Yeah, and also, as I just said, buy dwarf ones if you haven't already bought them. Yeah, I have. That's the thing with them. So uh, I've got a couple of uh, dwarf, yes, uh, lime and uh, lemons, but um, the other ones are fairly big. Uh, orange and mandarin trees with other normal size. Yeah, perhaps they'd better go in the garden. Yeah, that's the best way. All right, that's great. Good, good advice. Okay. Glad Th- to help you, Michael. All right, thank you so much, Michael. Peter at Abernethy, you have a, another question. To This is on roses. What's happening, uh, Peter? Oh, g'day. Um, I have a rose bush that my father bought for my mother around about 95 years ago. It's still growing like it's brand new. But it does not have a perfume. It comes out yellow, and within a day or two, the actual flower has turned pink. These won't go near it, but the bush bees do Right, okay. Um, I'm just wondering whether you might go with him his name for it. Comes out pink. Uh, it wouldn't be peace. It starts yellow. Yes, and, and then, then it changes to pink. And it changes to a real bright pink, but there is no perfume. Could be peace. Peace? Yes. Have what you need to do is, um, have you got a book on roses at all? No, I don't. Right, okay. Maybe go down to the local library and go through. But yeah, I yeah. and you, you know, there's so many roses today, uh, and they're cross pollinated. But what you're telling me, and your dad bought it how long ago? Probably 95 years ago. <laughs> oh, 95. Oh, okay, so we're we'll going defi- back a bit there, yeah. It's peace. It's definitely peace. Peace. Yeah, okay. All right, thank you so much, Peter and Abernethy. We're just about uh, done for another gardening talkback. Judy Sharp, that just went like that amazingly, didn't it? It did, yes, because I think we had some common answers. Yeah, 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 that's that's, yeah. and we could just sort of all funnel them in the right direction. Yeah. Now, you've actually got a, a slight bit of a dilemma that in in your own garden, in fact, inside at home. Oh, on the front on the front porch. porch, yeah, yeah, on the front porch outside. It's a beautiful conifer, and I have a row of them in the garden, mm-hmm. and they look absolutely fabulous. Uh, they're very well established, but in a southerly recently, uh, the one in the pot up on the porch got blown over. Oh dear. And a sharp came to the rescue. It wouldn't have been Scotty, would it? No. No. And it wasn't Simon, (laughs) but it was young Tom. So that's all right. Oh, the young fella came out and sorted it. Yeah, he had the muscle, you know. Mm -hmm. And and as we were straightening it, all the brown leaves from the inside kept falling off. Now, you mentioned the ones in the garden, they do okay, but this one that's up high doesn't. Can I have a quick crack at this? Yes, please. I reckon this is all tied in together. I reckon that... It's in in the condition it is because you can't quite get there with enough water. That's exactly Bingo. right. Bingo. Been listening. Been listening. <laughs> Hooray. But it is, does face south. My house faces south. So normally, if anything, they get flooded, you know, when yeah. we're getting water. Mm. Uh, but I was glad it happened in a way because otherwise I would have just gone on watering the ones down in the garden. Mm. So now I've got to lug watering cans up to the one in the pot. 
Well, you know, it's either that or call Tom or call Simon or call Scotty. <laughs> Give them a call. They, maybe they can take an intern's duty. Oh. Put them on a roster system. What do you think, Mark? Yeah, do, yeah. learn to do it yourself. I think. <laughs> if you want a job done right. Yep, yep. <laughs> I'll just take a big watering can up there twice a day. Exactly. That sounds like a plan, all right? We've been telling everybody else they need more water. Yep. So, you are know, they listening to us today? I think so. I think this. I um, hope they bit are. Of, bit of practice what you preach. Yep. Judy, thanks for that. We'll catch you next week for another gardening tour back. As always, enjoy the rest of your afternoon and week, okay? Yeah, thanks for having me, Mark. I knew you were going to be here anyway. So as long as somebody's here, we're okay. It's either you or Scotty. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com. <laughs>